Welcome to Ale Tales, a monthly podcast about craft beer and real ale with just a shred of irreverent banter. Ooh, a shred. Shreddies. How's it going, Ben? Nice All to see good, you again. All good, Daniel. Yes, good. likewise. Amidst lockdown, it continues. It and so do these episodes. Yeah. It's a rapid pace. Lockdown volume two. Here we go. And what have we got on the agenda today, my friend? Well... We have some very exciting premium craft beers today, don't we? We do. Don't? We thought we'd go upmarket, high-end, hype-esque beers, such as your Deas, yep. such as your Alpha Deltas, your Odysseys, your Wonder Beyonds, your Pressure Drops, your Lost and Grounded. Over the next two episodes, you'll be seeing all of them. We'd start off, we thought we'd start off with the Dea. The Dea. Indeed. The magazine, magazine session cover. And it's uh, featuring Andy Warcock. Very creative there. Like that, Lovely. like that. Yes. Absolutely. So should we crack this bad beastie? We certainly should. Oh, oh yeah. Homie. So we got all these beers that we're cracking through today and next episode in a particular delivery. Didn't we? We did, lad. Yep. Our often mentioned favorite shop slash bar yep which is house trembling madness indeedy and i think it is a fantastic thing that a lot of these breweries and pubs and shops are doing which is getting quality craft beer to the people to the masses very very quickly and time efficiently. Of yeah there seems to be even more breweries um doing it now actually i've noticed over the last few just this week there's been uh seen more posts from breweries in our part of the world oh that's a very sexy glass daniel thank you sir it's my i'm on the classic my teku what's that brew york schooner mm, mm. it's very uh straw colored isn't it it is yeah very it's really light. It's almost grapefruity color mm. what are you getting on the nose i mean i can smell it from here it's citrusy isn't it it is i mean Ooh. wearing it on the nose <laughs> <laughs> literally on your nose Mm, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to this. It strikes me as a very summary beer to open proceedings. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's 500 mil can. It is 4.2 percent, uh, and it is from the Almighty Dea, who are based out of Cheltenham, been around since 2015. Hey, yeah, and they say they have a passion for outstanding, fresh, intense, delicious, soft, hoppy beers. Can you be intense and soft at the same time? Oh yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah that's mean in a nutshell. There you go. Intense and soft. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, as I was perusing their website, I saw that there is something called buythenhsapint.com. So you can do that on Daya's website, which is a very beautiful website, by the way. But Excellent. you can basically donate money, which I presume goes immediately into a fund to buy beer for, uh, you know, health workers and, and awesome. all that. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, this is definitely a grapefruity number. Are we going in? I'm getting some of that. Yeah, I've already gone in, mate. I'm already there. Mosaic Mm. and Simcoe. Oh, that's uh, that's, that's fantastic. Definitely getting the session. Yes, it's drinkable. Different flavor profiles Mm, straight away. There's layers. I get tangerine get straight off. Tangerine. And tangerine. And then it sort of mellows into more mm. like a lemony grapefruit. I'm definitely getting the grapefruit, the, the bitterness. I'm getting a bit of the, the sort of oh, wheaty grassiness as well. That's really refreshing as mm. well, isn't it? It is crisp, crispy. Sessiony indeed, mm-hmm. my friend. Absolutely, sir. So this one's got Mosaic and Simcoe hops in, in case you were wondering, dear listeners. I said that, bro, but I'll let you off this one. Did you? Yeah, just never do it again. Mm, okay. It's all right. Thanks, man. <laughs> so kind. what else have you been drinking? Uh, I have been drinking, I had a really, really nice beer this week, probably one of my favourites of recent times, which Ooh. was a uh, pale ale by Big Smoke Brew Company. They're down in Surrey. 
Um, and theirs was a, a milkshake pail. It was lovely. Um, it was just, well, it was very simple. And sometimes the most simple um, beers are the best. And this was just packed with citra hops. Um, and yeah, it was just really refreshing, nice and light, 3.6%, but it didn't compromise on flavor. Sometimes that's the that's the catch, isn't it? That was mm. lovely, really nice. Only came in a little can, um, and I could have drank six pack quite happily. Probably not for, yeah, probably not for the best. But yeah, um, that was delicious. Really enjoyed that. What about you? Uh, yeah, no, I do not get to ask you any questions about your. Oh yeah, so, please do. So yeah. You said yeah. a big smoke. Big smoke big brew. Smoke. What else have they company? Done? I do know the name. I'm not familiar actually with their other stuff. Um, it's the first of theirs no. I've ever had, um, and I will be having more. Okay, I've had a couple, but yeah, and it was Citra. It was Citra, simple. Right. Um, right. Did, literally, the, you put it on the uh, the, the instas. Didn't I did, you? I did. The description on the can was literally, you know, usually is a big flowery sentence. This was just yeah. Citra, Citra, Citra. Okay, nice. Uh, mm. It looked very pale, mm. but was it? Yeah. Did it have some Not body to it? Color. Uh, it did, yeah. A nice Yeah, body. it wasn't an empty gesture. Mm. Lovely body, yes. An empty vessel. Yes. All the curves in the right places. Oh, yeah. That's what I like. <laughs> Very good. Well, for me, Squire, I have been drinking my Northern Monk box. Oh. What's it called? Car- Carthus- yes. Carthusian box, which is a... Indeed. Uh, the type of monk that kept themselves to themselves and didn't go outside. So that's hence the name of it. It's a special lockdown box. And in that, we got, we, I don't know who we are, we got a boundary uh, New England IPA called Forever Ago. And that was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it was, what did I say? I'm, I'm going to have a quick look to remind myself what I actually said on the Instas. I, I will. Please so do. on there, I said... Uh, the barbecue's on and Bonivers for Emma forever ago. So that's what it's called, you see, forever ago. Is playing on the old smart speaker. This is a bloody wonderful accompaniment to nice. this warm spring evening. Easy drinking, but as they say, absolutely delicious. It pours hazy and is tropical on the nose. Then comes the bitterness. It says low bitterness, but we, it was just me, it wasn't we, but we are getting a fair bit. However, it's by no means unpleasant. There's fruit there too, some grapefruit, hence the bitterness. Orange, maybe even some mango. Great session IPA. That's my ponty way of saying it's a very tasty beer. Wonderful. Mm. And I also had the Northern Monk Peppa Pig. Not that. The I haven't actually put it on Instagram yet, but the Aunt Bessie's Jam Rolly Poly Jam Custard Pale Ale. Lovely. It was... Or not. That, I mean, that sounds like it packs yeah, punch. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those that wasn't quite my taste. But I How can see what they were trying to do. compare then to the rhubarber Streisand that we but, tried with that extra custard, custard last episode? Because that was just sweetness personified. Not personified, because that would make the beer a person. But you know what I mean. It was intense. Mm. <laughs> I'd say it suffered from very similar yeah. uh, maladies issues, which is that yeah, it was nothing but sweetness. You can't get anything else through really when all you've got is a mountain of sweet. But then I also had a cream soda pale ale mm. a week, couple of weeks ago, and that was absolutely delicious. But I guess I quite I really like, like these soda, so that did it for uh, me. efforts this experimental stuff it just it just shows what's possible and you know i don't think they're meant to be taken like you're going to drink five of these um it's just nice for some a bit different in the mix no. in a similar vein i had an out here beer this week as well which was the uh one by more beer company their old freddie walker not sure who uh, old freddie is but um he tasted of liquid christmas pudding according to the can i got mince pies it was oh. rich and dense okay. and yeah, Christmassy. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a small can, thankfully. <laughs> um, it was extremely dark, um, and I did I did struggle towards the end. But I'm glad I tried it. I've never had a beer that tasted of mince pies before. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd go for a mince pie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I do like a mince pie. I'd go for a mince pie beer. As I said to you last night, it's yeah. better than tasting mince meat. Yeah. Quite. Which is what what mince pies used to actually have in them, of course, Benjamin, as we know, as good historians. Mm. Mm. That is going down really well. 500 mil can, but I'm going to... That's enjoyable. It feels lighter than a 4.2 even. Yeah. It's almost into the territory of table beer. 
deceptively. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's a bit of a harsh thing to say about any beer, to say it's a table beer, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I do. Have you got some news? I believe me, I do. And um, yes, Tell there was a nice news. story that came off of the Twitter networks this week. Um, and it was a lovely old dear called Olive Veronese of Seminole, PA. I, I, I meant nice. to look up whether that was Philadelphia, Pennsylvania or somewhere else. But anyway... I'm sure our American listeners won't be. Offended. Some old lass in America, basically, she held up a sign at a window asking for more beer, as you do. Literally, I need more beer. Um, and believe it or not, I don't know, someone's taken a picture and this thing went viral, um, got 22,000 retweets, 109,000 likes, and um, Cause Light sent a delivery of 150 cans. Uh, and then she was uh, pictured holding a sign up in her. Um, other side of her front door with a can of coarse light saying got more beer so all's well that ends well i love that <laughs> well <laughs> that is a really nice story and i'm going to shit all over it because i saw something the other day which was uh, a woman had an elderly neighbor over the way from her so she put a sign in a window saying if you need anything just just let us know and the following day, you know, time passes and the woman comes along, looks in the window, gets her own sign, puts it in, and it just says, fuck off. Wow. <laughs> so I thought we were supposed not... to be engaging in their warmer sentiments in these times. Exactly, yeah. Not everybody wants the help, seemingly. <laughs> but that that is a very nice story. I'm going to follow up with, uh, having already said that, I tried one of these Aunt Bessie's ones from the, the metro.co.uk. Obviously, Ambessies has teamed up with Northern Monk to launch Roast Dinner and the Jam Rolly Poly Flavor Beer. Yeah. I haven't tried the the Roast Dinner one as yet, but basically, wow. yeah. So, Ambessies, known for producing a range of frozen goods for your Sunday roast. Now, they've teamed up with Leeds-based Northern Monk Brewery to put all those traditional elements into a beer. A yes, beer that tastes that. of roast tatties. Apparently so, sir. Yes, Come you read on, that man. right. And don't worry, April Fool's Day was a few weeks ago when this article was released. Please prepare yourself for the roast dinner, brown ale, followed by a jam custard and pale ale based on that Bessie's iconic jam roly-poly. So, I wonder if they sound disgusting for me. Yeah, yeah. Are we getting into the realms? This this kind of leads me on to something I've been thinking about. Are we getting into the realms of novelty beers? And is this a point where we get... Have we hit a point where it... Beer is not about just creating the best tasting, the best flavored thing in a can. It's about having this beautiful can art and this or this link with a different company or franchise or something like. Why do you need Aunt Bessie's to be involved in beer at all? I know I sound like a mithering old bugger, but well, I, I like the novelty beers because I like you know them pushing the boundaries of what they think they can make, experimenting with different flavors, and you know. That thing might be a novelty limited edition beer or whatever, but you know you, they might take something out of that process that's a flavour profile that is really useful to add to another beer that's more of a session beer or, or whatever. I like it and I think it's great, um, and I think it potentially brings new people into trying beer, craft beer, Fair they might point. not normally, and I, that's great. Everyone's welcome. Yeah, all right, all right. I disagree, but and I think I think the marketing in terms of the can art is a separate issue. Um, and I, I love the sexy can art. I've got sexy no problem with that. Um, and it may swing the odd decision on the shelves, but I'm cool with that. I like it. Beer should look good, shouldn't it? Yes, but it should also taste good. Well, yeah, for overriding all of these things is the taste, definitely. But you're not going to go back and buy another one, despite the can art, if it's so, but, tasted but what I'm rank. saying. But what I'm saying is it's a flawed concept in and of itself, saying, oh, let's have a roast dinner brown ale or a jam roly poly pale ale it's just doesn't go and i know you need to experiment and try different things and maybe sometimes you'll get it wrong. even a fantastic brewery like northern monk will get some things wrong but i just think it's you've got to have a decent foundation of, of thought behind the beer you can't just go I oh you know them mm. like them buggers over there that make roast dinners let's just do one of them shall we in a can but they've obviously done that thinking that that is something that they can accurately create 
because there's hops there that exist that allows them to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I, I, I'm although I'm skeptical, especially the roast dinner one. I'm going to reserve judgment. I should try them both. And who knows? You have the roast dinner one followed by the jam roly poly, like you might have on a Sunday. Maybe that. Maybe that together as a, a package is quite a wonderful thing. Well, you who just, knows? You just who, have or that dares to dream. Sunday dinner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll be up for that. Vitamins and minerals. Absolutely. What was up next? You were going to talk about your online beer festivals, which we touched on last time a little bit, didn't we? But tell me online more. Online pubs last time. But yeah, um, obviously we're getting into beer festival season and it's a crying shame that we can't all go communally and go around all the various bars set up and sample the wares and get disappointed when the one we really wanted isn't there because everyone's drunk it already time. in its day two. Every time. <laughs> but these things are often held in beautiful venues. There's a good buzz. You, you laugh at the the guys who go around with the little notebooks marking <laughs> off the beers and then you find is, yourself is doing you it after do, three yeah. pints anyway. You go around laughing at people. We, uh, well, you know, it just tickles me when I'm at the bar and I what, see people doing does? that. But uh, I usually the end up joining. you when you're at the who? bar. No, no, no guy has ever tickled me at beer festival uh, yet. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, marvelously, the uh, Harrogate advertiser is reporting on how the oh there it gone, uh, women on tap festival, which is in its um, fourth year, is going fully virtual this year, which is cool. You know why kill a beer festival just because we can't actually go? So they uh, they are featuring oh yeah next month's virtual. Um, WOT Festival Watt um, will feature a five-day schedule of online talks, live streamed panel discussions, virtual tastings, internet gigs, and more. All designed to showcase brilliant women, highlight beer excellence, and promote equality. Mm. Everyone's a winner. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Very good. So have you got involved in any of these online tings as yet? Like we said, we would last time. Not. Yeah, I haven't really explored it from a beer angle. Um, I've just been getting on the um, the various other things that are, are, are streaming and stuff. We tried to watch uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's started streaming some of his musicals, hasn't he, uh, on a Friday night. And we tried to watch Phantom of the Op- Opera um, last weekend and have a date night in at the theatre. Um, but it didn't quite go to plan because I think so many people were trying to watch right. the YouTube stream that it wouldn't work. <laughs> um, so we ended up yeah, watching The X-Files, but I, never mind. Uh, heard about that whole Andrew Lloyd Webber thing and I thought, you know what? I don't really care. So I've, <laughs> I've stayed well clear of that. Musicals but, aren't for everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we all just need to get back to the pub really, don't we? Yes. That's that's what we need to do, which is, you know, probably still a way away. But when we do, at least we can take solace in the fact that Brewdog have offered to buy all of us a pint. Nice one, Brewdog. Every single last one of us. So this is from the Evening Standard. They are saying that the prospect of a freshly poured pint in a pub should be enough to keep a glimmer of hope going during lockdown. And now one brewery is promising to buy everyone a beer post-isolation. Yesterday, Brewdog posted a full stop-heavy message on their website reading, Good beer has always brought people together. Through the best of times and the worst, soon beer is going to do that again. And when that day comes, when all of this is over, we are going to buy everyone a beer. Until then, stay home, stay safe, and look after each other. We will see you on the other side. Logistically, how the chuff does that work? I mean, I love it. I love the idea. I continue. The offer is for a free schooner of Brewdog's Draft Punk IPA or Punk AF, the alcohol-free version. Uh, and drinkers will need to claim a voucher between now and 11.59 on May 8th. There you go. To take part, these vouchers will only be redeemable in Brewdog bars and can be used once lockdown is lifted. So basically before midnight-ish on May 8th, you need to get a voucher. So I'm going to be going on doing that very And you soon. talk about marketing in May and that is a triumph. Absolutely. Well done. In fact, I'll tell you what, I'll even put the link on the podcast on a bit below the podcast and below the youtube video as well so that you can just literally click on the the link and it takes you there register your interest register now and then you can get your free schooner. i think that's that's very nice i mean it's better than our mate at weatherspoons and all his shenanigans during the lockdown isn't it it certainly is yeah yeah he's, t- he's talking- taking it to donald trump extreme doesn't he <laughs> 
I don't want to well, I'd mob. happily accept a suggestion that injecting beer is a solution to coronavirus <laughs> rather than disinfectant. But anyway, that's a story for a different podcast, isn't it? Jesus, yeah. Oh, man, what an absolute goon. Uh, I'm nearly done with this. This. Oh, yeah, yeah mm. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I mean, it's a big can, but it's absolutely flying down. It's lovely. my wife's dressing table, but hey, hey. She'll, she'll be right with it. Error. Yeah. Error. What were you going to say about DJ Trump? Oh, no, I wasn't. I was going to move on from that and say, uh, mm. talking about pubs reopening, they're saying it's unlikely until next year now in the UK, aren't they? No. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, good God. I suppose they're um, hives of human contact. Well, they are, but so are schools, and they're talking about opening them by the middle of May, so. Yes, yeah, but, um, you know, there's glasses and saliva and. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no. There's, Bars that everyone touches no repeatedly after each other, hands over all, money. You know, I get spat on about three times a day at school. Wow. Yeah, better believe it. Anyway, let's hope that it's not over well what do you say next next year next calendar year yeah <sighs> yeah jesus oh well anyway upbeat <laughs> do you think do you think do you think they'll give us um extra bank holidays when all this is over oh most certainly not no almost i think they should not. we should we should have a bank holiday to um as a coronavirus recovery <laughs> celebration day every year <laughs> And it, it can be an opportunity for us all to go and spend money at local businesses True. that have been badly True. hit. Yeah. Just a massive a massive piss up, basically. Yeah. Wonderful. Sounds good. Sounds good, mate. Preferably well, on a Friday, you, not on this Monday, Malarkey. Yeah. Get, get, sure. get right into Boris now. <laughs> Straight on the top of his priorities, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Straight after PPE. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, would you like to... Take a, a swift break and move on to the next beverage. Let's do that. Okay. See you very, very shortly. Up next, Benjamin. Indeed. Is the Alpha Delta Hyperion. Look at that. Double dry hopped pale Chinook and Simcoe. So. Uh, Alpha data are based up in ooh. Newcastle upon Tyne. Goodness me, that's nice and tidy to the face. I always like it when the ABV's bang on a number and it's bang on five percent. Oh, I don't it? like I don't like the point. Whatever, it's just faffy in it. <laughs> you know, actually, a lot of the ABVs are generally off anyway. It's more of a kind oh, really of, more of a kind of guess as to what it would be than anything. But this, oh, this is a lively fugger. Crikey. It is. That is a lot of froth, isn't it? <laughs> and it I'm glad that isn't just kinda, me. It usually is It kind of jumped out the can. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, see the intense concentration yeah. on my face. Oh, that is. I'm getting all sorts. Licorice all sorts. I've got it on my nose again. <laughs> Not really licorice. Mmm. It smells like straw. I'm getting the, the tropical as well. Straw rolled in mangoes and lycee. Lycee? Lychee, <laughs> however you want to. Tomato, tomato, yeah, you know. However you want to say it. So, Alpha Delta yes. from Tainan Huia. Hawia, pet. Hawia. They were set up not so long ago, 2019. That is last year. Bravo. And they say ever-evolving recipes to continue to push the beers forward exclamation mark <coughs> oh you dirty animal <laughs> what's wrong with you so i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna bore you later with uh some other information Mine's still an ice cream yeah <laughs> this is a common theme running through these episodes <laughs> you pouring ice creams yeah so mm. uh, yeah I, I wanted to bore you with what actually double dry hopped literally means i'm gonna bore you later we'll go more. for it sir but what do you I, I, no. i'm not trying to like put you on the spot here but do you actually know because i thought i knew what it meant and i actually don't no didn't. i don't i mean it's i presume it's fairly self-explanatory yeah. i figured the hops have been dried for longer it's not actually to do with the hops been dried for longer flavor profile it is two at a time. it is about the flavor profile it's actually about the i don't want to hold my beer up by my face 
it's actually about when the hops are added and obviously the amount of hops that are added. So it's okay. double the amount, obviously, but it's also that hops are usually added during the boil of the mash. Mm-hmm. Uh, this that, that gives you the bitterness, the bitter finish. Whereas when something's double dry hopped, it's added after the boil. So basically it boosts the hop aroma without increasing the bitterness marvelous i first fell in love with double dry hopped beers um when sampling a cloud water mm. um probably three or four years ago now actually loved it and uh so i've always looked out for the ddh since how's that i can't get to mine yet still inaccessible why my glasses better it's not it's a tech teku glass though we were talking off air weren't we about getting new glasses and i mentioned that i'd been looking on uh etsy at ponzi glasses and they're about 30 quid each and it's just ridiculous i can't can't justify it to myself no 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 but in the meantime my wine glass will do me beautiful this is i'm I'm getting a lot of bitterness from this to say that i've just said it shouldn't be Mm, as bitter yeah i'm yeah surprising but is that is that the Chinook or is that the Simcoe? That's a very good question. My hop information today is not about either of those. So <laughs> if you want to know, do your own fucking research. Brilliant. I'm glad I asked that one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. There's like a roundness to that that the day I didn't have, I would say. Mm. More full bodied, but then I guess you'd expect that mm. with a, a DDH rather than a session. IPA. Mm, it's cloudier, isn't it? It's not as um hasn't got the same clarity. Cloudier. I once knew a girl called Claudia. But that was long ago. Claudia Wankelman. I don't, <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know why that got uh, to me so much. <laughs> I think probably so, um, the five hundred. We're clearly going insane. Yeah. What is what is trying what are you doing to try and cling to some what form is, of sanity? What is trying the sanity? lockdown? What is sanity? Um, lockdown has been extended, hasn't it? We're in uh, our second period of three weeks, and it will probably be extended again because it's fun, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, what are you doing to retain some semblance of the real Every Daniel? Every day I wake up and I go, thank God Careful, I'm man. not in America. That's it. That that that's my that's my mantra every day. <laughs> it could be worse. Yes, we've got a blithering right. idiot in charge, but at least it's not Donald Trump. That's that's what I do. But no, other than that, yeah. I do quite a bit of reading. I'm current. What are you reading at the moment? Then are you still on the same? I'm on tone? my massive Vietnam book, but my missus also got me a very well-regarded book called The Water Dancer, which is about uh, okay. a slave in America who his, his dad's white his mom's black and i don't know it's I've, i'm three chapters in but it's very good so far um so yeah i'm reading that good. and watching stuff like we discussed last time running and how often do you go running i go running four or five times a week and is that more regular than prior mm. to madness yeah, it was probably more like three or four times. Now it's four or five times. I'm finding I've got so much more time on my hands to go for a run. So this week, first time ever I've packed in this distance in such a period of time. Within four days, I did two 10Ks. Um, I'm really I proud like. of myself. Yeah, should be. Well, what annoyed me, though, because you know how competitive I am. Um, I So once I'd done the first one, I was like, right, when I'm, when I'm going for the second one, I'm going to try do the same route quicker that's the way to do it 33 seconds off maddening so you were slower the second time yes by 33 seconds that's barely slower is it it could hardly be described as slower but technically that perhaps is because you were fatigued from the first run this is possibly um but what is nice is i've had a little segue of two 10ks prior to the last time i had a beer so I feel like a fully earned them. deserved episode returning Absolutely, mate. Today. Well, I went for a three-mile run this morning, which earns me these beers today, I would say. Agreed. 
Um, in terms of what I'm reading, yeah. um, I'm reading a book from. Um, I didn't. I didn't ask. I know. So I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, it's an author who I know you love as well, Haruki Murakami. I've got back in oh. him. You know what? Reading a Murakami book in time of lockdown is perfect because because he's so surreal. Yeah, we've talked about the atmosphere, haven't we? His books create, and I always find one of the key components of the atmosphere he creates is the sense of the main protagonists time so they they seem to just operate in their complete own time zone independent of the world around them i love that it's very escapism um it's very escapism and this one it very escapism Mm. uh it's called uh, a wild cheap chase i'm reading at the moment and i've got to a bit in the book it's not no spoilers but basically the sheep man appears it's a fella dressed as a sheep Oh please! But I won't spoil please it. Please don't spoil it for. But yeah, it's all good read. Uh, yeah, right, brilliant, good. <laughs> uh, I tell you, the other thing I've been doing of late is playing yep. more online video games with certain folks. Bit of bit of FIFA. Which one? Which games? Not folks, yeah, a bit of FIFA. Which, which with, with some of my lads in yes. Dubai, and oh, yeah. uh, I've been playing a bit of Rocket League with our good friend Joe in Denmark. Which is? Have you heard of that? with cars car football basically yeah someone mentioned it the other day yeah we've been playing that a bit uh yeah so i've I've never really been one for online gaming but i think that this has been a good opportunity to to get on the online gaming as well so i've enjoyed that so yeah sanity is just about staying with me and you know the prevailing mood is is optimism in this household Indeed, I'd say we're the same. Every Thursday, we log into the virtual pub quiz that mm-hmm. the guy called Jay hosts every Thursday. Has done since lockdown began. Yeah. That's good fun. Yeah. Um, this week, me and Rosie just did it alone and did a versus. She beat me by two and a half points, um, but I'm not bitter at all. Um, <laughs> but it's one all on aggregate. So oh, right. um, fair yeah, enough. I'm fair enough. Good. Yeah, we we joined you. Obviously, what was it last week? Um, uh, yeah, I should probably say it, sorry for being a bit of a grumpy git. After after we got off last time uh, for the quiz, Elaine was like, "What? Why are we? What? Hey, yep. what? I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> after we go, I'm going to go into intimate detail about Carry what on. happened after the quiz. She was like, "Why? Why are we so bloody grumpy? I was like, oh, I didn't don't. really know I was. She was like, Ugh. like maybe just because I didn't have a drink in my hand because I wasn't drinking that night, was I? <laughs> that's, a, that's a damning indictment of my own character. That Poor really, form. Isn't it? but." <laughs> Hey, 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 ho, ho. Well, you've got ale tales today. Oh, yes, mate. Look forward to this. Every time we get it planned, that is a hazy chopper dopper. Hey, I tell you what, I'm getting some. Uh, mm. I'm going to give. I'm, I'm going to ruin my later segment, which is flocculation. Getting some flocculation in there, Pardon? bro. What on earth does that mean? Well, wait for later. <laughs> You'll find out. With baited. Breath. Exactly, but I like it. It's a nice. I think it is the nature of this glass, by the way, that makes oh, the beer yeah. go like that. I don't think that is oh, entirely. Yeah. Me. I've never been so consistently poor, except so this glass. poor at pouring. Poor, mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. poor. It's poor, poor. Right, stop your nonsense and tell me something about beer photography. Yes, yeah, we thought we'd delve into the vast realm of beer photography as a topic this time, um, as we are part of a wider Instagram community of folk who are obsessed with beer and post pictures of beer. Um, And there's a whole range of styles um, that people embrace to bring their beers to life in pictorial form, isn't it, Daniel? Um, And we're we're working on our style, but... um, yeah, I, we thought we'd uh, we thought we use this point to pick out a few of our favorite Instagram yeah, accounts. So I, th- I think I think it was like accounts. five six episodes ago. I said about my love of glass glassware, and I think part of that was driven by the fact that I wanted to take really good pictures of beer. And I think without the right glassware, you can't take good pictures. And some of yeah, some of the the glass used and the the quality of photography on Instagram is just absolutely mental and. We are kind of playing catch up and pretending like we know what we're doing, but I do think I was looking back at our original pictures and I do think oh, we totally. definitely got better, <laughs> but we're definitely not in the same league as as some in terms of what what we're taking. But it is it's a, it's a bit of a niche market, and yet it's also 
seemingly very popular. You've got some people with, you know, 20,000 followers and they're literally posting a picture of a can of beer and a glass with the beer in it. And it comes back to the earlier conversation about the artwork on beer cans. It, you know, the color profile of beers these days, they're not, they don't all look the same. So there's, you know, that's why it's a thing, isn't it, basically? So um, are there any particular um, Instagrammers who you'd like to yeah, give a mention I, I think, to in terms of I think to begin like? with, should point out the sort of nice community that exists, particularly we've found on, on Instagram, haven't we? Uh, lots lots of people sort of coming yeah. together and sending messages and adding comments to pictures and all that. And I think one person recently is the uh, Point of Brew podcast who has commented on lots of our photos and messaged back and forth and, you know, even said he wants to go for a beer afterwards. And, uh, Here's to so, you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So Points of Brew, fantastic podcast and uh, great pictures as well. A lot of content, a lot more than us, I think. I'm not trying to disparage his drinking habits at all. It's very uh, impressive, but I think we get we get through <laughs> about two beers a week on Instagram. He's like three or four a day, but it's, it's, it is very impressive. impressive. So there's there's him, and there's also Craft Beer Logbook, who I've been an admirer of for a while. Uh, they or he is I'm saying he. I don't actually know. Like I know that Points of Brew is a, is a guy, but uh, Craft Beer Logbook basically does the picture of the beer can and the glass and then on the next uh picture it's an overview of everything like a little fact file and and the review oh, and yeah. i think that that's a really clear way to you know provide your review show all the details of it because i'm quite often trying to get in the uh, abv and the, the name of it and you know some some cans have literally no information on the front of them at all so, like having that fact file page mm. on the second, you know, if you swipe across, swipe right, or whatever, I think it's worked really well for for that page. What about you? Who, who who does it for you on the instas? I really like the beer experience. Who's a fella down in London? Um, you know, and he's obviously making the best of it because uh, the best beers in the north. Um, but he takes some wonderful Ooh. pictures of um, his glass full of beer next to the can, as is the way. But um, he puts them on a, I can only assume it's a glass surface, or he does something clever afterwards, I don't know. And so you see the reflection of the, the can art and the beer. It's just, it's just really satisfying and nice to mm. look at. Um, so he's doing a great job. I love that. I, th- I think it's a bit different. That, Not everyone's doing that. That is the, the first thing, isn't it? Like, I don't really know the psychology behind it, but when you're flicking through and you see something that immediately grabs your attention, it's just like that satisfying, it just jumps out of you and there's just something about it. And I think that we try and emulate that to to varying degrees of success, don't we? The other one that I liked was Craft Riot and he, uh, I've spoken to them. Again, I'm saying he, but I don't know whether it is a guy or a gal, but they use Photoshop quite heavily, but it really kind of works. It doesn't look really Photoshop, exactly yeah and they basically take I don't, I don't really know how it's done i kind of looked into it but then realized photoshop was about 150 dollars so i didn't want to buy it but basically they take the can art and then put that as the background of the, ah, of the picture nice. uh, yeah. and that that I really like that. really does it for me I like those. I'm a massive fan of beer reviews, which I, I love the name, by the way, because yeah. beer reviews in it, beer reviews. Um, and uh, yeah, he tends to, a lot of his pictures, I think it's bloke again, um, a lot of his pictures are a black background, so it's very slick, lovely, sharp edges. Um, and the camera is sort of pointing up at the glass and the beer. And I just, I just from an aesthetic point of view, that, I think, you no, know, that's art for me. I like that. Yeah, I think it's that really, upward really shot, nice I like the up up beer shot i'm gonna say something else then but the up beer shot really works for me careful uh what was my last go on you go no you go yeah. i insist the, the other go oh, on dear boy no you go uh no you the, go <laughs> the crafty fox was my last no, you one hang up. and that was to do with depth of field mainly although you commented as well like there's some real creativity in there because you were like how the hell has he done that? And it is a bloke, so you can see him in it. But how the hell has he done that with the can he's <laughs> chucked? So it's a Vermont, yeah, Vermont session, Brewdog versus Northern Monk. And he's appears to be like midair, in his backyard it? and he's chucked it. Uh, and it's just midair and it's just a stunning, stunning shot. Do you think yeah. that's a Photoshop, Jobby? I don't think so. I think 
I'd love to find out. I think the can's empty in that instance, but he's just thrown it very well. Uh, he's clearly already poured it out, and it's just a really good use of depth of field and just really nice angles, creative. So, yeah, I think his are really good on there as well. Cool. I'm going to give a shout-out to Hop Look Listen as well, um, who is taking some cracking beer photos down of beers on the South Coast. Um, and, um, yeah, it, the, the very simple, nice, crisp. I, I like the crisp images. Again, he uses black backgrounds, but um, there's like, there's nice variety in his pictures. Sometimes people stick to a style, don't they? Uh, and, um, yeah, he's got a really... Um, a really cool shot of <laughs> free cans with ca- different cactuses coming out the top mm. of them, which uh, I like. That's uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, and he, sometimes he takes his appears to take his beers on location. I don't know. That's <laughs> just where he lives. A beautiful place on the south coast. Um, and he's got you know nice sort of uh, backdrop back backgrounds. Um, too often I just take p- pictures of my beers in the home or in the garden. I think that's not thing, quite isn't it? Yeah. Thing. But yeah, I I. Those are free, um, free dudes. Free dudes that I really like. So, check so out. I think that's the biggest thing is just being a bit braver about what you're going to do, and you know, go yeah, going out and about, trying different angles out, and just I don't know. It's it's not an easy thing to do. I I tried. What was I drinking the other day? I was drinking a peanut butter and jelly. Uh, porter oh yeah it was very How tasty good with, was it, it nice was real, yeah real that nice, sounds yeah. right up my street. But i was like oh I'll try and be creative i've seen people like you know if they're having a mango pale i don't know whatever pale they'll put a mango in the shot or whatever so i was like right i'm gonna get some peanut butter and some jam and i'm gonna put that in the shot and i started taking pictures i was like this looks utter shit like so amateur <laughs> so i don't know how i don't know how some people do it. i guess it's creativity and ability to actually take good photos but there's one other account that's come to mind. And I can't, annoyingly, for them and for me, I can't remember the name of the person, but um, they take pictures of their beers in the glass next to a record. And it's ah, a different yes. record every time. I love that because it, you know, it just it evokes a certain mood. Obviously, he's in the mood for that kind of yeah. drink and he's listening to that record. Yeah, I, just, I, mean, I really I'm like that. It's really cool. similar in that um, I can't remember the name of the actual account, but it's, it's maybe some like Pearl and bear or pearl and beer and it's basically they use those little circular um bits of plastic to make like characters like a a yoda or something and then they put that next to the beer so for every single beer that they make they create some sort of character that is a lot of effort good effort and put it next well exactly yeah it absolutely is pearl jam it's not pearl jam (laughs) I can't, I can't find it right now, but uh, yeah, that's class as well. Right, buddy. So uh, shall we grab our final beverage? And I think we should. Yeah, lovely. See you on the other side. Yeah, to do. Bira. Here we are. Tres. What is it? A wall banger. That's what it is. <laughs> that is what it is. By Pressure Drop, which is a Hackney-based brewery, now Tottenham. Um, been around since 2013. They have had 44,000 uh, unique um, check-ins on Untapped. Um, is that a lot? I think that's fairly middling. Yeah. I've seen higher. I've seen lower. I'm just... Um, uh, yeah. Daya, Daya, though, sorry to interrupt. Daya only have twenty six. You are Twenty six thousand. So actually, really, it's it's actually quite a quite a number. Well, I stand corrected. So this is a wit beer, isn't it? Uh, shall I tell you a bit more about wit beer? Oh, please do. Whit Whitby. Aye, Whitby, right? Tell, it was saved from extinction in the nineteen sixties. This beer style, believe oh. it or not, um, the village of Hogarden. Belgium, um, yeah, uh, well known for something. Um, had one brewery for every fifty-eight people in the eighteenth century. That Can is you a believe shed that? load, isn't it? But by nineteen fifty-seven, violins out time. There were no breweries at all. Ah, oh, sad times. It took a local dairyman, Pierre Kellis, Sellis, something of, of that ilk. 
and the pronunciation stakes. Single-handedly revived the style with one cow shed, 21 barrels, and a dream. (laughs) That's very impressive. Well, thank you. Thank you for this, Pierre, because otherwise we wouldn't be drinking Yes. The weird beer. All down to you, sir. Pierre Kalina, famous referee. (laughs) It does have a very distinctive smell, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, Do you not like it? First impression is it smells like something I trod in once, (laughs) but I'm sure it tastes better. Continuing Mm. the very light colour profile. Yes, all very light beers. Mm. Absolutely. Lovely can art as well. Sorry, Gosh, I've, this is lively, I've, isn't it? I've, but look I've at that. I've in. actually poured. Oh. I've poured properly in everything. I'm getting spice, spicy. I'm getting a bit of a spicy. Yeah. yeah. I, I can taste coriander. Mm. That's my first Is that more revelation of a herb here. than a spice? It is herb. more of a herb. Um, and it's my favourite it? herb. I really don't mm. like coriander. Don't know why you do. It's weird. It's a weird thing to like. Oh, it's wonderful. You're, si- you're sitting that is really in the park. Distinctive, the warm isn't it? summer air carries a breeze that gently ruffles the edge of your picnic blanket. You reach for a beer. Mm. <laughs> Pairing suggestion, picnic vibes. There we go. Well, yeah, I'm getting kind of nice. herby, spicy, wheaty, obviously. Mm. Where are they based? You in London, already Sega. said it. I said that. So I know. I, I always encounter an error I was at the third beer. I was earlier offended my that my teaching methods weren't effective because you didn't remember about uh, what was the teaching about. But you're one step ahead because I seem to lose. Exactly, clearly. Oh, I'm getting sweetness on the back end there. <laughs> if you'll pardon Sweet back end. Yeah, very sweet back end. Hmm. That is not displeasurable. Is that a word? Uh, I believe it is. Hmm. Oh, that, I mean, this is a massive curveball into um, ranking considerations. Don't, no, no, behave, stop. That's all, that's all I'm saying right now. (laughs) This is a massive curveball into ranking, that's all I'm saying. Considerations. Oh, considerations, right. Hmm. Hmm. Can I hit you, Daniel? Can I possibly tickle your you can't fancy hit me. at this Do you know stage why? Because we're in of proceedings? Houses. Can I social distance hit you? <laughs> you can try. Um, with a saison of beer oh, factage. For sure. This is this is completely unexpected. Please do. Fire away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ancient Egyptians. No. How many beer styles do you reckon they have? Oh, shitting hell. Is this a history lesson? I mean, why not? I mean, I couldn't tell you which year, but you know, we're, we're talking about long, long, ago. long ago in the ancient Egyptian times. In the long, long right. ago, yes. How many beer styles oh, did they have? Christ. Simpler times and all that. Well, you wouldn't be asking me this question if it was like two. So I'm going to say. <laughs> so I'm going to say. You're going to pop. Forty. I mean, that's just a stupid answer, isn't it? Clearly. <laughs> they had 17, which oh, I think is impressive. That is, I think that's, that's very, very impressive. impressive. All right. And, well, let me... Let oh, me... No, just right. <laughs> Guess what they called some of these beers? Gone. And this just goes to prove that, you know, beer has brought merriment and excitement and fun to the human Millennia. race for many a time. <laughs> many a time. Yeah, they, they some of the names of their beers were uh, Joybringer and Heavenly. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think these names should be adopted in some modern craft brews. Yeah, think. they should. They absolutely should. Uh, I can't actually remember what it was I was listening to or reading, but there is something godly about alcohol, especially back in the day, because obviously the way it makes you feel. Mm. It, it kind of brings you closer to something. How do you feel? It makes you feel a way that is not normal in inverted commas, and it a lot of people thought it brought you close to God. So there you go. Happy it's trip. Suddenly, it's the ancient yeah, Egyptians. Tripping. Oh, I have not finished. Um, they had. They mm. believe beer had. Well, no, they they did more than believe. They put beer to practical use for more than a hundred medicinal uses. More than a hundred. Oh, I've got a headache beer. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I've got an itch. It won't go away. Beer. Um, yeah, my hammy's gone. My hamstring. Beer. Uh, I've got cancer. Beer. <laughs> Essentially, beer was the answer. What's the question? I honestly thought the ancient you, Egyptians you were... died that. <laughs> I thought you were just going through the motions then of like, oh, I've got a headache. Beer. I thought it was just your <laughs> in a, in a monologue that you were externalizing. I mean, I could have kept on going. Mm. Uh, yet they they believed it was the, the ultimate source of vitamins. Ah. Um, that they needed, obviously, clean, slightly cleaner than the, the well, River Nile. Almost the certainly, because it's probably shit in it. Possibly yeah. today. So, but the, that 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 debate continues to this day as to whether alcohol is actually good for you, particularly like beer. Like, is it is it actually good for yeah. you? Well, as we discovered in the last episode, it makes you smarter. So, uh, beer Quite. every day. Um, do you want, would you like another beer factoid or would you like to impart some wisdom? I would like to hold off for another. 36 seconds until you finish your beer fact. I'm afraid I'm going to go on for longer. So what do you reckon hangover translates to from the Norwegian? Like directly, directly, literally, what does the word hangover translate to? Hangover is in English. Do you reckon? Yes, I know, but the Norwegian word for hangover, what does it translate to in Uh, English? to be more fart fart pants it's very accurate okay um <laughs> dry carpenters mouth in the head carpenters in the head like dry head right okay yeah Can you imagine that carpenters like shearing oh, bits of right. wood off so in your skull it's like the, the noise of the carpenters working not the dry use your okay. imagination yeah i can't yeah, i've yeah. got carpenters in the head incidentally on that fact, do you know what the longest recorded hangover in the world is? Yes. Was it you? <laughs> <laughs> there have been days where it's felt like... Oh, this is longer than days, my friend. Ooh, longest hangover must be more than a... And don't give me your 40 Egyptian answer. Come on. A month. A month-long hangover. Seriously? Why not? That, my friend, is correct. Oh. <laughs> As you can tell from Apparently, the previous ones, I did not know the answers, but that was, that was a good guess. You actually yeah. didn't know. Um, this was a Scotsman, you'll be unsurprised yeah. to hear. Um, apparently drank just over 28 litres of beer. In one day? I don't know if this is in one sitting. It's a Scot, probably. Oh. Um, and yeah, the hangover lasted four weeks. That is a month again yeah that's very impressive actually that's that's quite but I, I would want to die if a hangover was lasting a month but i would say hangover is subjective i think you could be sat there on day 23 going oh, i still feel a bit shitty but i don't know yeah but that's basically alcohol poison at that stage isn't it let's be honest <laughs> essentially yes yeah, that's, yeah. That's not great yeah yeah i mean the guy should have gone to hospital mm. clearly um some sort of shock um, but yeah, Thank you for your morning. facts. Yeah, I, w- I wonder how Cyril's doing, by the Which way. Which one's Cyril? Do you remember Cyril? Oh, from the, last the guy episode? that got his keg of beer. Yeah, and he used to go to the pub every day. Now he can't, but like his local brewery sent all their beer to him. Do you know I had another... And it had to be drank Well, exactly. I had another thought, which is how does he pull that? Like, he doesn't have a bar at home. He can't, like, tap the keg and... But maybe he's got one of those tap. little poury doofers on it. A poorie doofer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe he's just got a barrel of beer in his back garden that he's not drunk. Just sat there in a deck chest staring at it intently. That's all he does. (laughs) And he gets up to go for a wee. That is literally I often think of Cyril. wonder how he's getting on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. As we can see from, like, other old men in this country, I think, you know, they're they're doing okay at the minute, aren't they? They're doing all right. Walking around their back gardens and, and all that. Making pop songs. Captain yeah. Tom. What a guy. Yorkshire's finest. Love him. I've got pen in Indeed. Would you, would you like Teacher. some facts? I don't feel I have a choice in this matter. Oh. In fact, I'm going to pose <laughs> them as questions just to, again, put you on the spot. Ruffle my feathers. So I had the Brew York Optimist 2020 the other day. You week, did indeed. Which is one of our most liked posts on Instagram, don't you know? No. Nope. Uh, plug. <laughs> plug it. 
but I was very confuzzled by the the in, introduction. No, that's not what I mean. The inclusion of the term kvik, but it's actually pronounced quike yeast on Is that Icelandic on the front. Well, that was going to be my first question, actually. Actually, yes. <laughs> so the quike yeast uh, on the front. I was like, what the hell is that and why is it so important? So, first of all, yes, what, where does it come from? Iceland. It's not Iceland. No. It's not. You're, you're very close, though. It is a Norwegian yeast. Oh, the Norwegians again. Welcome back. I know. Welcome back, Norway. So, basically, the <laughs> the thing with quike yeast is that, basically, it's like a horrible heirloom that's handed down from generation to generation between families and even neighbor to neighbor. It's like, here's my dirty ball of yeast. Would you like it? And they, <laughs> they hand it down. It's just like this big mess of yeast. But but it, it works really, really Weird. well, um, apparently. And most beers usually only have this one strain of yeast, but quike is like a, a big sort of dirty mess of yeast, and that, again, doesn't sell it. But <laughs> Sounds but, tasty so far. I'm glad I've had a um, quike beer. But it, but it does. It, you know, it's like lots of lots of yeast flying around. Is I don't know. It sounds like an episode of Love Island or something, doesn't it? Quite. Mm. Sounds like an STD. Mm. Oh, that was actually going to be my second question was uh, how many strains are usually in beer? But I already gave you the answer to that. Thanks. So I will I will uh, finish with what is the actual benefit of quike yeast? What do you think it is? Um, good for your sexual prowess. Yeah. No, nothing to do with that. Oh. Absolutely nothing to do with that. So it gives you a dry, clean finish to the beer, and it also okay. helps with head retention. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> Literally innuendo dripping off of that <laughs> statement. <laughs> Don't say dripping off. But I'm going to leave that there. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll ask you one final question, which was uh, alluded to earlier, which was about flocculation, mm -hmm. and this is to do with yeast. But what actually does flocculation mean? I don't know. Letting the yeast breathe in the beer? I don't know. Stupid phrase, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, all I heard flocculation. was... All I heard was letting the yeast... That's it. Breathe. Oh, breathe. Breathe. No. Letting it breathe in the beer. No. Go on. It's Tell when it clumps together. So, yeah. I, so literally I, the opposite. I had, <laughs> I had some flocculation in my Hyperion Alpha Delta earlier. Did you? Uh, I've no idea. Oh, did you not even look? Because how would you know if that would how that would taste? Because you can see it, you daft get. You can see the yeast coming together and have a little yes, party think in your about the, the, the bits and bobs, the flocculation, the, the sediments, sediment. exactly. Yes. I didn't. No, I've not had any sediment today. Have you not? Well, I just had a few no? few little in my in my Alpha Delta. Maybe mine was older was like than yours. Perhaps I don't know. Happy happy. Did I just say happy apps? <laughs> no, I just you took that in there as a, a fun, fun Fair little play. twist. But I'm, I'm done. On. That's me. Good. So, what do spent. we think of these beers uh, then, Daniel? Without further ado, I feel like this is always a conversation we should have off mic, but we never do. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I you remember we start from the bottom. Come on. I need a decision. Right, I'm actually, time is of the essence. Uh, did you go first last time? I think you did, didn't you? So I'll, I'll go first this time. So yes. I am going to exactly. go number three, not because it was a bad beer by any means. It was it was excellent and I enjoyed drinking it, but just because it was a bit mm. too bitter and a bit too earthy and didn't offer much in the way of, like, not sweetness, like fruitiness. It didn't, the, the flavor profile wasn't, particularly interesting enough to earn a higher place. I would say it is the Alpha Delta double dry hops. And I never thought okay. I'd put a DDH pale in third position, but it was, it was kind of bitter and earthy and like it didn't really, yeah, the, the Simcoe and the Chinook didn't really give it. Uh, Maybe not for you. I'd, yeah, just not, not enough flavor to it it was just it was just hop it was just hoppy hop okay. hop 
bitterness okay. and and as we discussed a double dry hop should okay. release the aroma of those hops more rather than just bring about the bitterness but i felt like it didn't give much more to the flavor profile fair okay next number uh, two would you agree or not well i'm or gonna come to, to that yeah yeah three? yeah hit oh, me with those rhythm okay. sticks so i Ooh, i'm gonna go for this one the pressure drop okay. banger yeah it is it's an blank. excellent excellent vid beer uh, it is, as I say, kind of herbally and a bit of spice. A bit almost, yeah, I do. Do you, do you get any spice, or is it just herbs for you? All herbs. I get massive herbs. There's maybe a tickle mm. of something spicy going on. I do. I get like. A, I like that. I can't of... explain this beer very well. Mm. <laughs> it's an I'm enigma. Sure, I'm sure our listeners and viewers will like the fact <laughs> that you can't explain the beer very well. <laughs> Well, I'm going to give it a try when I come to it. So, uh, okay. So, yeah, I Reunion. think it isn't my usual favourite. Obviously, you mentioned Ho Garden and all that, and I have had them in the past. And what, what else? you got Erdinger and all that. But is that a VP? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. But gen- generally, it's not my favourite style, but I think it does it really well. And the sweetness at the end elevates it, in my uh, opinion. Okay, and then I would say I'd say the day it just Ooh, it clinching just, in the crown for you today. Ah, it, it does it does the job. It does a job. Like it's a big hefty five hundred mil can, but it is a nice, soft but Ooh. interesting sort of hoppy, fruity palate. Like it just, I, I could just drink it all day. I could probably have five of them and be quite content to be honest. So I. I don't, Interesting. I think I think it's been a while since I've gone for the like the most simple of beers as my favourite as my top top one. But for for today, the mm. the day mm. did it for me. And we we mentioned before, but we haven't mentioned so far on the on the pod that it's our first day, both of us, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't. Oh, I've had a pre- we've had pressure drop before. Not this one, but um, yeah, I, two breweries making their debut for my taste buds mm, today. Absolutely. As, mm. as with you. So, disagree, agree, stick it up your trombone. Skulls on the doors time. Yeah, well, I am going to um, start off with my third ranking, which is the Hyperion, the Alpha Delta. I agree. Um, there wasn't enough... <sighs> variation in the flavor profile for me i i mean my taste tends to be a little sweeter than that um but from a double dry hopped i was surprised by the bitterness um i thought i thought it was a i thought it was a lovely drink i did enjoy it don't get me wrong but um yeah that's where i'm out with that i don't feel i've got too much more to add on that one although i did get a little repeat (laughs) on that beer that tasted bananas Mm. Right, I've no idea why. That's not clear from what. But you realise a little repeat could have come from like the day before that, or <laughs> maybe maybe it was a, a weird glitch in somewhere the that's yeah. going on, sure. combination styling. Um, and then Daniel, mm. I'm going to go with the day oh, as number damn, two. Damn boy! I mean, I could I could drink that all day. No. Don't get me wrong, that is. <laughs> Beautifully sessiony, lovely, lovely beer. I really enjoyed it. Can I just pause it. you there, though? Um, that is the shittest bounce we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> dude, you know me. I, I oh. like this kind of thing. Um, yeah. And, well, you know, and that's in- consistent with what's on the, 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 the tin is that sort of bounce, the, uh, yeah, the sure. war croc. So why are they obsessed with crocodiles? Um, I enjoyed it. Why am I? No, why are they? Why there's always they. crocodiles. Oh, well, they all over everything. I don't know. Sorry, I'm interrupting your reviews. Go. You certainly are. Yeah, I liked that very much. Um, trying to remember the notes now, <laughs> but um, it was just um, yeah, it had um, a very crisp, summery flavour to it. Um, quite soft on the palate. Um, it's probably the mosaic doing that. Really enjoyed it. Day had been hyped up in my mind hugely, mainly because of you. Um, tell me how great they are, even though you've never tried it yourself. Um, but <laughs> there is no, there is a lot of talk of Day and uh, yeah. on Instagram. You I see a lot of more people other people. posting about Day. Yeah. So in my in my mind, I'd built it up, but I really enjoyed it. I re- I'm definitely, I definitely want more of their stuff. Definitely. Um, so number t- safe number two there. Happy days. Enjoyed that. 
But for me, nice. that wall banger is quality. Love it. I'm a sucker for coriander, and that just packs herbs in a like in a sweet way. Not as in oh, it's sweet. In a <laughs> like honey, you get like a honeyness of the wheat beer, yeah. but yeah. less pronounced than an Erdinger um, or a Paulina or whatever, or a Hoe Garden. It's just a bit more smooth and level, and then you get the the herbs and the coriander. Um, I'm not sure. Does it even reference coriander on the tin? It, it doesn't, no, does it? You're just you're obsessed with that idea, but but that's what yeah. I get. That's what I get. It's lovely, absolutely lovely, and uh, that that's like our old school wild card going to the top of the table for me. I love that. That was brilliant. fair enough. That's number fair one. enough. Yeah, no, I think you are well within your rights to do that. I think we've we've been through many a, a rating system, but I think just us both ranking them ourselves is is probably the way to go because because we're not always going to agree are we i think no you, and no one out you, there is you know it's uh, it's all subjective isn't it well, it's entirely subjective and i sometimes read things about beers that i've had and they're like oh yeah i get the strawberry through on this i'm like do you fuck come on mate do you really <laughs> do you actually get strawberry from that like god no but these were three very very good beers and Yep. We have drunk them, and we will drink some more again. And we certainly will. This was a journey through time mm-hmm. and space brought to you by Airtel's podcast. <laughs> Hit us up on social media, Airtel's podcast at on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, we'll be bringing you more lockdown content. This is what we're all about. Bring us our suggestions. Tell us what you want us to try, whatever. Tell us what you want us to talk about, uh, and we'll be back very soon. We will. Cheers. That's our.